0: We uh, intend to study uh, the Government's pre-election update carefully to make sure we've assessed it in full. We will then recalibrate our plans, we will check it once, check it twice and have an external reviewer check it. You can expect it in the next couple of weeks. Any ideas of what projects and promises are We've been very careful in this election campaign not to make big spending commitments and that's for the very reason that we could see the New Zealand economy very tough spot and it's not a time uh, for people to be making big spending promises. Labor have taken a very different approach, by my count they've promised about four times as much in new spending initiatives uh, than we have, so that means they've already called on future budgets uh, and we will have a much more conservative approach.
1: So when you say conservative, does that mean that you'd expect to produce a surplus earlier than Labor's forecast?
0: We'll be looking through the books carefully. What I mean by a conservative approach is making sure that we are making the investments that are needed in frontline services, including in health and education, but are wherever possible having restraint. Because as I said today, New Zealand's now in a position where our books are in deeper deficit, we're in a huge amount of debt, and it's New Zealanders who end up paying the price for that.
1: So when you say a huge amount of debt, what is New Zealand's net debt level con- um, compared to other AAA-rated countries?
0: I think the point that you're making, Bernard, is that our debt levels are on par or lower uh, than some other countries.
1: We're a different country.
0: We are small. We are trade-exposed. And it has long been the position of both Labour and national that it is prudent for us to have lower debt levels in order to protect us
1: from risk. So what's the prudent debt level you'd like a national government to run?
0: Well, we will set that out in our fiscal plan, what our fiscal objectives are in terms of debt. Uh, but the current trajectory we're on, I'm
1: unhappy So um, currently, yesterday's numbers say 22 3% net debt, declining over time to under 10%. Why is that irresponsible yeah. or not prudent?
0: I don't believe that that is what's going to happen.
1: No, so you don't believe Treasury?
0: Well, Treasury can only take what Grant Robertson tells them. And what he has told them
1: is that unlike
0: every year... Of past six years, he's suddenly going to spend a conservative way. As I laid out today, he has never done that. He has broken every spending allowance he has ever set for himself. Treasury know that, and that's why uh, in their update yesterday, they emphasised that the debt track will only stand if future governments keep to those spending commitments. That's why they pointed out that in recent years, the Labour government has not kept to its spending commitments. So my concern is that there could be much worse picture
1: for debt. Under Will national have to reduce infrastructure spending to reduce the projected debt? No. How do you, uh, you maintain
0: that long-term infrastructure spending that is speech, whilst infrastructure debt it down? achieve it in two ways. First, uh, reprioritising some of the infrastructure investment that is planned. For example, we will not be prioritising the Lake Onslow project, we will not be prioritising Auckland Light Rail, we will not be prioritising Wellington Light Rail. Our infrastructure priorities will be different from the current government's. The second, as I've outlined previously, is that we are going to use new funding and financing approaches so that we can bring private capital to bear on the task of delivering New Zealand infrastructure. We will not fund all infrastructure.
1: Does that mean, though, that it just won't be funded because the private sector hasn't stepped up in the past to do PPPs and they're not actually um, being used much overseas now because they've been discredited?
0: It will be funded. Around the world, there are sovereign wealth funds, there are investors who want to invest in long-term infrastructure assets with a reliable return. New Zealand should not be different from other countries in excluding ourselves from these sorts of arrangements.
1: Don't they just want to by government bonds, like the audience here, rather than have to take a, an equity risk in these projects?
0: Different investors want different things. As you know, different investors seek different risk profiles.
1: And half of those funds want to put their money into government bonds. Why not help
0: them? Well, some, of, some of them do, and what I'm saying is that I want a debt to track over time uh, that is tracking down.
1: Are you happy, though, that every time you use these PPPs, you actually increase the cost of the project by anything up to 100 basis points when you bring in these complicated PPPs?
0: I don't accept that.
1: Well, that's what Treasury estimated for the Kainga Aura. Um, All of that
0: projects. is highly contingent on the project, on how it's put together, uh, and, look, using the example of the one Kainga Aura project, cannot predict what the financing arrangements would be for large infrastructure investments. So does, that I, mean I
1: though, that does that mean, though, that we're going to have lots of transmission galley projects?
0: It means that we are going to work with big investors around the world who want to help us get big infrastructure projects underway. It means that we're going to be able to deliver those projects faster than if we were acting alone, and it means less debt for New Zealanders uh, as we deliver those
1: projects. How much faster do you, will National uh, allow or um, want the population to grow if it's going to loosen the migration settings even more?
0: Well, I'll leave the population control policies to the Green Party. That's not the way that we approach things. We don't, we're not going to tell New Zealanders uh, what to do on that front. Uh, but look, when it comes to immigration policy, we had been concerned in recent years when the government was very slow uh, to allow employers to fill acute labour shortages after uh, COVID 19. Uh, they acted slowly, uh, but they have now reopened the borders, and we are seeing that that pent up demand uh, is resulting in high levels of immigration. We'll watch that carefully uh, to ensure that it is always meeting New Zealand's
1: interests. So, Treasury said you. delay that? we have be able
0: Our tax relief plan is fully funded, and we will be able to deliver it without borrowing. Fully funded on the. Be confident.
1: That we... So a private study that's coming out tomorrow will say that the 700 million or so for the um, uh, foreign tax, uh, foreign buyers fee or tax um, is vastly overestimating the amounts that will come in. It's more like 50 million rather than 700 million. What's your response? It's a study by um, uh, three separate economists from across the political spectrum.
0: Well, i wait to What I will say is that we're confident in our costings. Uh, They rely on us selling fewer than half as many homes that that were sold to foreign buyers prior to the ban being placed on. Uh, Like any model, we've made assumptions about behaviour. We've had our assumptions checked by an external reviewer. We think it checks out.
1: So will you be happy to uh, show us the models?
0: I have been very transparent about the costings and what they are based on. I'm not going to start a novel political practice of releasing Excel
1: spreadsheets. Reversed population growth, are you, are you okay with one and a half to two per cent? Because That's what we've had for the last As 20 I years. As I said, we're,
0: we're not going to set a
1: population growth. So target. does that mean that you don't have a, an idea of how big the economy or, uh, uh, or the population will be in 10-20 years' time, but you are making decisions and plans about infrastructure for that population?
0: As I said today, we want a growing economy, uh, we want a growing population, we want to invest in the infrastructure needed to support
1: that. But there's a $100 billion deficit according to the Infrastructure Commission and another $100 billion on top of that, even with half percent population growth, we're going at 1.5 to 2 percent. Um, what are you going to do to fill that deficit and deal with the 1.5 to 2 percent in future?
0: Well that's why uh, we have recommitted to investing in the infrastructure needed to support productive growth. Uh, we've set out our infrastructure for the future plan uh, which envisages a range of new infrastructure funding and financing tools and approaches with longer term pipelines working with private sector investors uh, ensuring more efficient delivery delivery, reducing the cost that the complex consenting regime uh, causes at the moment looking for efficiencies in the way that we deliver projects we are very committed to
1: infrastructure does that include value uh, no i've got a couple of questions here Um, um, does that include uh, value um, capture uplift um, rates or taxes?
0: Yes, I think you should go and read out infrastructure policy. Infrastructure for the Future, it's on our website. And uh, yes, yeah, it no, does I've, envisage I've, that I've value capture would be So the prime minister calls it that
1: a The Prime Minister calls it a land tax. Is it a land tax?
0: Well, that's very cute, given he is part of the same government that has used very openly, very publicly, about value capture being...
1: And also congestion charges. Would you use congestion charges to manage the demand and pay for um, these projects?
0: That is something we will investigate in government.
1: So, isn't that just another tax
0: as well? Uh, No, Uh, that is another way of looking at how we fund uh, roading projects. We've also said that we want to move away from tax in the medium term.
1: So, I'm I'm asking about the emissions um, liability. Treasury has estimated it could be more than $20 billion uh, if we miss the Paris targets, which we're on track to. A, are you committed to hitting the target for 2030? And B, if you're not, um, shouldn't the um, $20 billion plus be stuck into the, um, the liabilities track for the government?
0: Well, I think that's an issue to be worked through carefully with Treasury because they are, of course, the custodians of our rules about what sits on the books and what doesn't and how fiscal risks are accounted for. I would want to make sure that if we are in government, we are in full discussion with you about that. Um, in terms of emission reduction, we've set out clearly our view that the major tool for delivering emission reductions across the New Zealand economy is the emissions trading scheme. It's critical that it's sustainable, that it's credible, uh, and we've been concerned that in recent times uh, there's been many failed options, a lot of certainty about the government's commitment to the ETS. Uh, we've sent a very clear signal that international polluters will pay for the use of fossil
1: fuels. So will you commit to achieving the 2030 um, agreement under the Paris Agreement, in terms of reducing emissions by 50%?
0: We've signed up to the Zero Carbon Act, we are committed to emission reduction, uh, and that emission reduction will occur in a couple of ways, uh, by reducing emissions themselves and through offsets.
1: So does that mean you're happy to spend billions on emissions credits overseas?
0: I wouldn't be happy to spend billions on that.
1: So does that mean you're, you're... Are you committed to the 2030 agreement? You didn't actually say that. You said you're committed to the net zero by 2050, but are you committed to reducing emissions by 50% by 2030, which is the Paris Agreement, it's an international agreement. We, up to we you. want New
0: Zealand to be on track to reach its 2030
1: targets I want it to be on track, but if we don't, there's a massive liability to be paid. would it's national... so
0: important we're on track to the
1: target. So you're saying, how, how can you be on track if you're um, using the emissions reduction um, fund uh, to pay for tax cuts and you've removed all of the various subsidies to uh, flick to electric uh, and you're not doing what the US is doing which is investing public money to reduce emissions
0: well we have said that we do think there will be a case for future investments in emission reduction efforts and in climate adaptation efforts that those projects should stand on their own merits they should be funded for future operating and capital allowances You've already seen us take that approach. We announced, was it last week or the week before, our plan to invest in an electric vehicle charging network for New Zealand. We think that the Crown will have a role to play in accelerating the investments needed to reduce emissions. But the Crown should be very careful about how it does that because there is no use taxing polluters if we then turn around and cut them cheap.
1: So um, you, you are saying that you would... Um, if we didn't hit our targets, we would buy credits overseas? Or ha- how, what happens if we don't hit our targets?
0: I'm saying that the national government will want to ensure that we're on track to delivering our targets and that we will look at how we can do that in the most efficient way possible from a taxpayer's perspective uh, and from an environmental would,
1: perspective. Would you renege on the agreement, though, and destroy a free trade agreement with the We don't the want EU. to be
0: reneging.